0: Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 64 of the Foundation First Finish Show. It's definitely been a little MIA since the last episode. It was MIA from the episode prior to that too, so it's been tough kind of getting a couple of these episodes in off-season, starting a bunch of crazy stuff going on lately, um... You know, and just trying to really figure out some time to get this to get this podcast in. But now I finally got it done. Got some stuff done here. Uh, really excited to get this thing back on track. Uh, already recorded episode 65. Special guest on that episode too. So you're definitely going to want to check that out. Um, here's the deal. This is what we're talking about today last time I spoke about how if you were overtraining uh, what you needed to do, A, and B, the difference between overtraining and under recovery. We spoke about that a bit. If you're interested in that stuff, head back to that episode, really interesting stuff. Also going to touch on a new podcast that's going to be coming out pretty soon. Uh, Just waiting to tie up some loose ends, trying to get some detailed work out on it, kind of getting the whole infrastructure on it, get some uh, some guests on there. This is going to be for someone who is in the field of strength conditioning so if you are a health professional if you're in the field of strength conditioning physical therapy athletic therapy uh, osteopathy anything that's going to be in that field this is going to be stuff for you we're all going to be relating it back to training because i think that it's a really important thing to really understand how a lot of these different fields and a lot of different professionals actually think about training itself and really trying to intertwine a lot of different minds and trying to get some really interesting people on that show so it's going to be a bit more geared towards uh the health professional. Not so much the, uh, you know, the gym addict and the person who's really just, you know, viewers like you who are listening out there, just trying to get some advice on training uh, and how to live a healthier life. You know, so um, anyway, moving on. Today's episode is going to be about how to uh, prepare yourself to train when you spend the entire day seated, specifically speaking in a car. Now. One of the interesting things about driving is that uh, driving is one of those one of those situations where, uh, and it's 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 odd because if we sit down for like. Psst, four hours straight in a movie and we stand up you know our legs don't feel as if we don't feel that weakness and that lack of almost control in our legs it's everyone knows is when you've driven for about you know an hour and a half two hours straight nonstop. you get out you feel like your legs are just you're doing you're trying to stretch out you feel so much restriction in the lower body you feel almost like there's no muscular control there's no muscular work being done there um And the reason for that is and this is something i actually looked up and i I thought it was pretty interesting Uh, i found one source that said this so don't quote me on it um and the source is very kind of loose ended. Uh, It was basically the fact that because the car is driving, there's a slight vibration that's happening under you. And that vibration is actually relaxing the nervous system and relaxing your muscles. It's basically like when people use uh, the new vibrating rollers, it's basically like a roller, a foam roller that has like a motor inside that causes a vibration to relax the body. So using, kind of using that A similar concept I guess to really relax the muscles the problem is that when you're driving for that long you've actually relaxed so much that you don't have a good muscular control while still being in a really tight bent hip position And at the same time generally speaking you're going to be kind of in a bent knee position too so you're sitting down your hip is really tight bent forward because your knee is up and your leg is kind of bent underneath that's not the case for everybody for the most for the most part it is so when that's happening and when you're stuck in that position and you're trying to get up and trying to move, uh, it's it's one thing I think that a lot of individuals think about um You know, especially when there's they kind of some of you have been thinking about this, especially when you are going on a trip for let's say uh, you're going up north for a bike ride, you're going up north for a jog, you're going to go hiking, you're going to do something that's going to be a little bit more walking in nature. And you've just come from a long drive. I think there's something that really needs to be understood. And that one thing is simply that if you are out there doing that walking, hiking, jogging, anything like that, if you're coming from driving, you really want to make sure that your body is actually prepared to handle that walk and that hike a lot of people get injured simply not because they're they're unable to handle the hike or the walk or the whatever the bike it's because their bodies are so restricted that because of what they were doing prior they're not ready for that so a lot of things i will tell you to do is is one carry a lacrosse ball with you so lacrosse ball is essentially just for those of you who don't know what a lacrosse ball looks like they're either yellow usually white uh so yellow white blue and basically they're a very dense very hard rubber so you can't crush it it holds its structure really really well and it does slide around so it sticks really nicely Um, and you basically use that to kind of release a lot of the hip muscles so you're trying to get up and around the hip area you get near the quad you can use it right over the quad Um, so this is something you can really transport pretty quickly with you if you are you know potentially going on a plane that you might want to keep in mind if you are going for you know a short little drive You don't need the you can use the ball. I mean you should take it for your foot, but you can use a simple foam roller. So first thing is soft tissue. Break apart the areas like the hip, like around the leg, the knee, areas like that under the foot. Get the body used to moving again. Kind of free up any of that restriction. It's like having a little bit of a massage therapist, just kind of follow you along in your trip. So quick 10-15 minutes of just that. Then you want to spend some time, really start thinking about the sport that you're doing. If you're going for a hike, if you're going for a bike, those That was, it's funny that ride. But if you're going for a hike, if you're going hiking or if you're going for a bike, what you want to do is you want to treat those sports specifically. You want to be able to kind of warm up for those two things. So I'm going to give you both options there because they're really important. Let's go with the hike first. The first thing I would tell you is because you're going to be hiking, you're going to be heading on an incline. So think about your foot position or your ankle position specifically. So think about how your ankle is going to be bent a bit more. You're going to be pulling your foot up a little bit more. So you're going to want to release anything in the calf, anything under the foot, you really want to get some good flexibility and a lot of good movement coming out of that calf because you're going to be stressing it so much with that aggressive angle that you're going to be putting it on. You're not going to be doing, it's not going to be as a, aggra- you're not going to be heading up, hiking on this angle the whole time. You're going to do some flats, some rides, some downs. But for the majority of it, because of that sharp angle, you're going to want to make sure that your 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 calf is ready to handle that amount of punishment throughout the entire time you're going to be doing that activity. So ankle, you want to pay attention to. The next thing you're going to want to pay attention to is core position, because you're on an incline, your body is going to re- is going to re- uh, is going to rely a lot more on your core to be able to stabilize and keep you balanced and not have you sway forward or sway forward, meaning shoot your hip forward and that's going to cause the quads to tighten up a lot so you want to make sure that your core is engaged so get a nice good core activation in so i run through a lot of that stuff if you guys follow my instagram page uh boback owen so b-a-b-a-k-o-w-e-n uh i have it in the description here so you guys can always look at that go check that out later but i'm always putting up stuff for like hips uh core activations core exercises so you really don't need much you do a couple of things just to get the core going get the core firing and if you need to pause throughout that hike to get the core activated again do that you have the ability you're not it's not like you're biking where you need to you know you getting off your bike is literally like dismounting the bike stopping everybody that's biking with you to stop and do a couple of core exercises and go it's a it's a little bit easier to kind of jump just kind of You know, kind of slide off to the side, do a quick thing, and then go back if you absolutely need it. A lot of people complain about their back uh, when they are hiking. That's usually the case. Your ankle is going to dictate where the rest of your body needs to sit to be able to stay upright, and it generally will cause a little bit of back pain. The last thing is knees. Knees generally take a beating from the incline because of that shift forward and that that kind of excessive stress that's going to come on your quad. And that excessive stress it's gonna be on the quadriceps muscle so the muscle in the front of your thigh that is what will gradually cause that knee pain so you're gonna have a restriction there you're gonna want to be able to reduce that restriction you're gonna want to do that at the beginning that's gonna be coming from your foam rolling so when I said that first 10-15 minutes of just nice foam rolling work out that muscle there the next thing you're gonna want to do is stretch out the quads and the hips because you're gonna want to make sure that you're able to stay nice and straight from that drive that drive sits you in a tight position make sure that you're using that kind of stretching to reduce the amount of stress that that drive just put on you I know a lot of people are going hiking you know I'm planning on going hiking pretty soon so if um, if you are in that if you are in that group and you're going to go for a little bit hike it doesn't have to be an aggressive it could be a small little hike you just want to make sure that you're kind of taking care of that now on the side of biking and I don't want to touch on this all that much because I will have a bike special who's going to come in here we're going to to talk shop a bit about how to prepare for that bike ride um, and how to prepare for almost like a a competitive race so I'm going to talk about just a recreational biker who might just want to go for a little bike a mountain bike in the hills or you know through some areas something not too aggressive something nice and easy or who wants to go on a road bike and just head off for you know go out to a nice area where there's a nice flat road and just hit that and go for a while um in that case, what you're going to want to make sure you're doing is understanding that because you're on your bike, your body can get really, really, really lazy. There's a way that your body tends to find a way to kind of dodge doing more activity. So when you are doing, when you are biking and you are seated on that bike, there's there's a little bit of restriction. So you, a you want to make sure that the bike's fitted, which we're going to talk about in a couple of episodes from now. So uh, pay attention to that one because the seat is really important. Where its position is going to affect how what happens to you now what usually happens with a lot of cyclists is back pain the reason the back starts going and starts giving you issues is one the bike is not properly uh, fitted for you so if you're on a road bike and you're in the same position you're just going for hours uh the the back position is going to be sorry the bike position is going to be really impactful on how you're on your body so you want to make sure you're getting the right seat you want to make sure you're in the right position for it that's number one number two you want to make sure there's no prior restrictions that are kind of coming about that can happen when you are doing the um when you are doing that car ride that's where that car ride is going to come into play you're going to be in a tight position when you're when you're sitting in your car your core is going to be relaxed because your core is relaxed now all the body, now the entire body starts trying to figure out how to function outside of that and around that it's going to try to compensate for it and that's normal that's what it's going to do and that's normal that it's doing it when that happens when the body starts compensating you run into those restrictions your hip starts getting restricted you're not moving as much in the hip so your back starts trying to move forward when your back is actually supposed to be stabilizing you it's trying to help you move so when you are doing all of that kind of driving you want to make sure that you're kind of freeing up the hip but also teaching your body how to fire and get that nice movement from the hips so i like doing a lot of dissociation exercises which if you're interested in looking at there's a couple of clips again online on instagram that i know i talk about it let me just try to find one right now, I'm trying to remember which one it is exactly. Um, But I did mention something about dissociation, and I know I did, I know I went over it. and and anyway, so when that happened, oh, there it is. It was actually on a uh, YouTube clip I actually spoke about dissociation. So it was on my YouTube clip. It's still on Instagram. I'm gonna try to make sure I don't make any noise when I do this one. But it was posted on April 11th. So it's control your movements. It says control your movements with this. So if you find the clip that says control your movements with this, I'm gonna show the camera so those people can see. Uh, people that are watching can see it. It's basically that one there. Um, and so when you are able to dissociate the hip now dissociation i don't want to get into it because i did speak about it there but if you are able to dissociate the hip what that means is are you able to move the hip so basically rise the leg drive the leg down and bring the leg back up without anything else in your body moving without your spine and your pelvis so basically that kind of upside down t doing any of this rocking or your spine shifting or anything rotating you basically want to make sure that that inverted T stays there. So your hip is rotating from side to side, but that spine doesn't start rotating, doesn't start changing angles, start getting into it and having to kind of adjust for it and compensate for it. That's where the pain's going to be coming from. Make sure you avoid that. So check out that clip, get that exercise in. It's basically you're on like your hands and your knees. You're learning how to sit back without allowing the spine to move. That's going to free up a little bit of having sorry having control of that understanding that is going to allow you to gain control when you are doing your hip releases so when you're doing a stretch for your hip flexors when you're doing some mobility stuff for your body this is all great stuff definitely check that stuff out there um I've got a bunch of clips on there again. You can look up, you go through it, just skim through it. There's gonna be a couple of clips there that are gonna be talking specifically about how to release the hip. Um, check out my YouTube clips as well. There's a bunch of stuff on there as well. So release the hip, you can do that with foam, you can do that with a foam roll and some stretching um, and then activate, get the body just able to kind of drive down so a nice hip bridge would be a great exercise to get the glutes firing so that you can get that nice movement from glutes to hip flexor. You can get that nice smooth movement because you are going from a seated relaxed to a seated control and usually what the body sees is the body sees seated and seated so it tries to remember and mimic that same movement pattern you want to make sure you wake your body up and say hold on a second it is seated but it's a whole lot more movement and I need you to control and hold on here that's gonna help you kind of get away from that back pain from a long bike so if you guys have any questions uh, definitely shoot me shoot me a line here send me send me an email uh, and you guys my email is Bob uh, at ownperformance.com. You guys can shoot me an email. Let me know if there's any questions that you have regarding anything that I spoke about today. Uh, whether it be about the seated position, biking, if you want some specific exercise, you want me to post some exercises, I think I should start doing that too. I'm going to post a couple of exercises there. So nice. After post drive hip routine. I think I'm just going to do that. I think that might be easier, but I definitely write that down. Make sure I don't forget that. Oh, where's my pad. I literally just spilt over every single pen onto my desk. So, seated car ride for Instagram. It's done. It's going to happen. I'm going to post that, send that out to you guys. Make sure that everyone who's watching this can definitely head on over there. I'm going to try to get that done for Friday the 31st. Is there 31 days in may i think there's 31 days in may i hope there's 31 days. yeah it's the 31st so friday the 31st hoping to get that out by then if i don't uh you guys can hound me a bit on that one but uh i will definitely put something out there so check it out on friday so basically this is coming out on thursday so tomorrow so not tomorrow the next day definitely get that checked out definitely check that one out if you are interested in looking for a quick routine it's going to help you when you're when you're coming out of the car and you're about to do like a nice little hike or a nice little bike um either way if you're just going to the gym this is also a great thing to do so again uh if you guys have any questions let me know and uh hopefully you guys are enjoying the content and hopefully you guys tune in for the next episode next episode is going to be about meal prep and the person i'm bringing on is just an, a master class in in meal prep and it's going to be it's such an awesome show i'm so excited to get that thing posted so until that next time guys keep building that foundation for more fitness tips, tricks, and ideas, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Babak Owen. That's B A B A K O W E N. Music for the Foundation First Fitness Show provided by Beware of Darkness. You can find them on Spotify and iTunes.